bless us. Bless this um, podcast this evening. Father, we thank you for the opportunity that we have to come into this place, Lord, and to lift up your holy name, give you glory and honor and praise. And Lord, we ask that your hand will be upon all of us, O Lord. As we are gathered here, Lord, we ask you to reach out to all those who are in need, and Lord, all those who are going through a time of uncertainty and fear, Lord, in this country, all over the world, in our communities. We ask that your hand will be upon all of us, O Lord, and that this would be a time for us to look to you and to put our faith and our trust in you. So I pray, Lord, give us a heart, Lord, that we can be obedient to you, Lord, and ears that we can hear and eyes that we can see, Lord. Put your hand upon us, Lord, bless us and give us, O Lord, the strength and the healing virtue, Lord, and especially, Lord, life in you, O God. This we pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
spirit and when we can come into that place where we can do that it is it really makes a difference in the life of a, of a believer and that's something that we should never do we should never quench the presence of the Lord in our that's life right. because that's what gives us strength and that's what sustains us so I'm so thankful that we are here and uh, in this place uh, we've had to change uh, our services now because of uh, what's happening here in Vermillion and uh, we were hoping that we wouldn't come to this point but we have and so we're doing our best to adjust to uh, what we're experiencing here as far as the uh, coronavirus is concerned and doing what we can uh, to be able to um, uh, take care of ourselves and uh, especially put our trust in the Lord and so thankful that we do know a God who is able to keep us, who is able to strengthen us, who is able to deliver us, and who is able to heal us. And 
I will read scripture tonight, and uh, my first passage uh, of scripture is coming out of the uh, first uh, book of Corinthians, and um, in chapter 15, and beginning right around verse number 54, it says, when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not vain in the Lord. So I thank him for his word tonight. And uh, I've been in thought and prayer about this uh, message tonight. And of course, uh, trying to encourage all of God's people and all those who uh, will be listening to this podcast, all those who are out there. We're facing, obviously, a, a strenuous time here in our country and uh, what has been happening here uh, in the past month or so. Uh, I believe there's a lot of people that thought in their hearts that we would never come to this point uh, where we are right now, but it's, it's happening and it is very, uh, it's a reality, I guess, that we are all facing right now. But uh, the one thing that I'm certain of and the one thing I feel confident of is is the hope we have in our Lord Jesus Christ. That he will be able to, as he promised in his word, he would never leave us nor forsake us. Sorry. So he is with us. But as we can see and as we can feel what is happening in our world and what is happening around us, of course there are a lot of concerns. And uh, a lot of concerns and questions and as a result there's a lot of fear a lot of panic a lot of uncertainty and uh, the reason being is because life as we know it our lives as we know it is being threatened and of course everybody is feeling really the, the, the seriousness of that threat because of what is happening as far as this uh, virus is concerned. So, uh, of course, there's gonna be a lot of concern and, and questions that are being asked right now. And people, I believe right now, there are people uh, that are searching, people that are seeking, people that are really looking into their hearts, looking deep into their soul and trying to, really trying to make everything out of all this and as a, man of God told me last night in our conversation the best thing that <clears throat> we can do right now is draw nigh to God Amen. draw nigh to God and he said pray that through all this what, what 
we are going through right now, what we are experiencing, that good will come out of this. And that's my hope and that's my prayer. But uh, when we think about what it is that people are so fearful of right now, I believe, and what, what they're uh, afraid of facing, facing right now is uh, death. And uh, it's coming to a point where, where uh, of course, we, we see that on the news, uh, on the media, what the media has, has put out there as far as what is happening. And of course, you know, it's, it's, it's painting uh, not, a, not a, a good picture, it's a pretty grim picture. So as a result of that, a lot of people are in fear of their life. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, to me, when we ask that question, and of course, I believe this, a lot of people do not ask themselves that question. And why it is that we as human beings, uh, we experience death. Where did death come from? Where did death come from? And, and you know, when we... When we think about that and, and we think why it is that we experience death, and of course, uh, you know, we think about the, the scripture and, and the Bible in, in the book of Psalms says in 39, 4, it says, Lord, make me to know mine end and the measure of my days, what it is that I may know how frail I am. In other words, you know, we, we need to understand something that we're all... There, none of us uh, who are born into this world are exempt from experiencing death. We're all here. We're all going to experience death one time or the other. And uh, that's the thing that uh, I guess we all have to confront <clears throat> what we're going through right now. So right now I believe this and, and uh, as I was praying about this and, and this thought came to mind and, and it might be <clears throat> something that a lot of people are question right now but they're asking the question where, why death and where where does death come from well if we want to find the answer to that question we have to go way back to the beginning when I talk about the beginning I'm talking about the scripture I'm talking about the word God way back in the beginning and uh, you know there's so many things that uh, you know uh, so many questions that are being asked right now and and, and why all this and why all that. But you know, if you really think about it, and, and, and a lot of times when that happens, we always tend to put the blame on God. And, and you know, uh, and I'll be forthright with you, I'll, I'll be upfront with you that the blame isn't His. The blame is ours. The blame is, is ours because we made a choice. Right now, there are so many uh, uh, human beings that are making a choice right now. And because of that choice, uh, you are suffering the consequences of your choice. And so uh, that's exactly what Adam and Eve did in the beginning. When God created them, of course, uh, uh, He created the world. He created paradise for them. He created them to be able to experience and live a good, long life. And I believe even a life that uh, would have brought them to uh, living eternally, uh, eternal life. And I believe he put that, he put that before them uh, as long as they chose to remain in his presence. And so, but as a result, uh, you know, all good things 
seemed to be uh, always tested and and because of because of his promise to them and his instructions to them uh, their their obedience and their faith was tested and of course uh, even even the word of God uh, questioned and that's what happens every time we question our Creator our God whenever something comes along and questions it always brings some kind of uh, doubt or unbelief uh, in God's promise to us and that's what happened to Adam and Eve so as a result guess what when they disobeyed God when they disobeyed his instructions not to eat of uh, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil because he told them he said the day that you eat thereof he said ye shall surely die and death was wasn't in the garden of Eden at that time they did not know death but because you know they were given instruction that uh, you you can eat of any tree of the garden uh, but you cannot eat of the tree that's in the midst of the garden in the day that you eat thereof he said ye shall surely die so that was the first mention of death and they realized that you know there's a price we pay when we choose when we choose to do the things that we should not do and even things that we are taught to do we are instructed to do there's a price that we have to pay every time we choose to do those things that are not convenient not right for us to do so that's what happened to Adam and Eve so as a result guess what death came into the world of man now I, I want to kind of uh, I guess uh, sketch you a picture Somehow, you know, we talk about what we're facing right now, this threat of the uh, coronavirus and how it's, it's made its, uh, you know, it's done its, its, its work and, and, of course, devastation, lives being lost. But I, I want to I share something with you. Lives are not just being lost. There are lives that are surviving it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I believe that's what the media fails to tell us, that there are people who are overcoming this. By some miracle, they are overcoming the coronavirus. So it is something that we can definitely survive. I want you to, I want to let you know that. But here's the thing about, you know, here's the thing about what it is doing and what we're seeing all over the world, death. Death is all over the world. So when we see what is happening right, right there and then, I want you to understand something about the effect that this virus has had. And, and of course, you know, it, it makes its way, it's, its path into uh, uh, the, the lives of people where it infects and it defiles the, the human body where it brings the sickness. And of course, you know, uh, a lot of people right now are, are, are dealing with that and a lot of people uh, that desperately need our prayers are <clears throat> suffering with this. But there is hope. I want to let you know there is hope. But as we see, when sin came into the picture, of course, the world that God created was a perfect world. It was a paradise. There was no sin in the environment of man. There was no sin there. But when sin came, guess what sin did? It was just like this virus. It defiled the world of mankind. So as a result of this defilement, here comes death. Here comes death. For us to be able to understand 
what the Bible talks about death. And of course, we read that scripture, the Apostle Paul. Look what he said. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? So we see that to be able to confront death, to be able to, to take a look at death as far as the scripture is concerned, when Adam and Eve uh, first uh, 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 disobeyed and, and they transgressed the, the, the word of God, death came on the scene. And so the Lord, uh, his promise was kept with them the day that you surely eat thereof, you are going to surely die. And they did die. But if you read the scripture, you're going to find out they did not die physically. They died spiritually. In other words, they did not have the companionship the presence of God in their lives anymore. So as a result, when you choose to do that, amen, you, very, you, you lose the very source of life that you would basically have. And that's what happened to Adam and Eve. They experienced spiritual death. In other words, separation from God. Did you realize this, that right now, today in this world, there are a lot of souls that are separated from God. They do not know Him. They don't even think about Him. He's not even come across their mind one, one little bit. Praise God. And they're so far from Him. So they obviously have experienced spiritual death that was passed on, on, on to all mankind. So, so we have a world that does not know God, even some that don't want to believe in God and say that there is no God. And that's the result of spiritual death, just a life without the presence of God in it. So as a result of spiritual death, here comes physical death. If you read the scripture closely, you're going to find out Adam and Eve suffered spiritual death before they suffered physical death. Because they were separated from God. And you know what that separation from God obviously bought for them uh, down through the years was physical death. Because you know what happened? They began to age and there was a day when they finally died physically. So spiritual death brought physical death. And I want you to be aware of the third type of death that the scripture teaches about. And that's eternal death. And if we choose to go on and not <clears throat> seek God or to know God or to develop a relationship with Him, we will eventually suffer eternal death. And that's, amen, that's eternal separation from God. So think about that. Think about that. And, and, and that's why, you know, I'm not fearful right now. I'm not fearful right now because of that. Because we understand what it is. We, we understand <clears throat> what the Lord has done for us. And that's what the Apostle Paul said. This corruption, this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is <clears throat> thy sting? O grave, where is die victory every child of God every amen every child of God every believer in the word of God guess what has that promise that, that death cannot harm us 
death cannot harm us. Praise God. That's why I have peace right now. That's why I have assurance. Uh, I think about the scripture. And I think about a passage of scripture where Jesus was speaking. And, and I believe this is in Matthew 10, 28. And he says, and fear not them which kill the body. We, everybody right now is in a state of fear because you know what? They think that once they die, the physical death, that's what it's all in. That's what it's all about. There's no hope after that. But let me tell you something. There is hope for us. God has given us a way to escape that death. Praise God. But he said, fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. I want you to understand something. This body that we live in is not everything. Life does not consist of this body. You know why? Because we have a soul. We have a soul that lives on, amen, eternally. So that's the thing that we have to be worried about, like Jesus said, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him that is able to destroy both soul and body and cast them into hell. So, so we, we think about this. We think about this and... And, um, you know, uh, to be able to come to a, 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 a time of peace in, in ourselves is to be able to understand that, guess what, we, we have hope. Through the scriptures, we have hope. And that's why the Bible says in the book of Romans, chapter 6, the Apostle Paul said, the wages of sin is death. Sin brings death. That's where death came from. Sin. But look what he said. But the gift of God is eternal life <clears throat> through Jesus Christ our Lord. Man. He came to deliver us, to save us from death. He came to do that. And when we read the scripture... Of course, the scripture is true and, and what is written in the scripture. And, and, and we see that, that in, in the book of Hebrews chapter 2 and verse number 14. He says, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood. We are flesh and blood. We are mortal beings. He also himself likewise took part of the same. Jesus did that for us. He became a human being that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. All our lifetime fearful of death. Fearful. You know, that's an area where a lot of people just do not want to confront. But here's Jesus and as the Apostle John said in 1 John chapter 3, he said that he came to taste death for every man. He came to destroy the works of the devil. So he came. He came and he suffered and he died. And he hung on that cross and he was buried in that tomb for 72 hours 72 hours but after 72 hours guess what happened he resurrected 
from the dead. You know, we think about the songs that were saying, and uh, Jesus is Lord. He's risen from the dead. He's Lord. And, and I, I think about uh, what the Apostle Paul uh, what the Apostle Paul said in the book of uh, Romans chapter 14 when he was speaking about what, what Jesus uh, accomplished for us and, and what he did. But uh, in, in the book of Romans chapter 14 uh, in verse number 7 it says for none of us liveth to himself. And no man dieth to himself. He's of course, he's talking about believers. Okay? <clears throat> and, and he said, For whether we live, we live unto the Lord. And whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live, therefore, or die, we are the Lord's. Everything that we do in life, that's why, amen, a, a child of God is not fearful of death. It's not fearful of death. So he said, for this end, Christ both died and rose and revived that he might be Lord, both of the dead and of and the living. So we see this, that when he came and he offered himself as a sacrifice, he died for our sins. The wages of sin is death. He was crucified, as Paul said, dead and buried. But on the third day, he rose again. He resurrected from the dead. He overcame death. And so as a result of his death, and as Paul said in Romans chapter 5, because of one man's obedience, guess what? We have the promise of eternal life. We have the promise of eternal life because of his obedience. So as a result, we are promised eternal life. But how do we, how do we experience and how do we secure eternal life? We do it by obeying what Jesus did for us. The scripture says in the book of John chapter 3 and in the book of Acts chapter 2 Jesus said that spoke to Nicodemus he said except a man be born again he cannot see the kingdom of heaven then he even uh, in a little bit more uh, detail he said except a man be born of water and of the spirit he cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven mm-hmm. so that right there is something that happens to a believer and, and we do it because we believe in what Jesus said. Uh, the Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 1, verse number 16, he said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ because it is the power of God unto salvation. To who believeth, to whosoever believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Okay, so, so here, here we see the Apostle Paul telling us he's not ashamed of the gospel because that's the power of God unto salvation. So in other words, he's not ashamed of the good news of Jesus' death and burial and resurrection. So as a result, guess what? For us to be able to overcome, for us to be able to secure peace with God and to have that assurance, we have to obey 
the gospel of Jesus Christ. We have to obey his death, his burial, and his resurrection. How do we do that, you might say? Well, the apostle Peter said it in the book of Acts, chapter 2, verse number 38. He said, repent, repent. In other words, uh, turn from your sins. Have a change of heart and turn around and go back to God. Repent, die out to your sins. That's what, that's death. So when a person repents, he's buried. He's buried in water in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are laid in that watery grave as the Apostle Paul spoke of in, uh, in Colossians, amen, in the book of Colossians, that we are buried with him by baptism. So as a result, guess what? We are buried in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Guess what? Sin will not have power over us if we wash it away in the name of Jesus Christ. So when we come up out of that watery grave, what happens next? The resurrecting spirit of Jesus Christ. The infilling of his spirit in us. So as a result, guess what? We overcome death. Oh, death, where is thy victory? And oh, grave, oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? So we see that because of our obedience to him, we have overcome. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. That's why, that's why I have peace with God tonight. That's why I have peace with God tonight. You know, I, I know there's hope out there. I know we all have hope. There's hope. I, I believe there's hope. And uh, the Apostle Paul <clears throat> was speaking in the book of Romans chapter 8 and, and right around verse four, uh, 18 he said for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us Amen. what we are experiencing right now as human beings let me tell you something I believe this through God's grace we can and we will overcome we can and we will overcome. That's our hope. That's why we have peace. That's why we have assurance, knowing that our lives are in God's hands. Mm -hmm. So all you dear people that are listening to this podcast, all those of you that are <clears throat> members of this congregation, let's remember Let's remember that we have victory tonight. We have victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So, amen. We, we know that we, we have overcome. O grave, O death, where is thy sting? And O grave, where is thy victory? I'm so thankful to know the Lord. I'm thankful to have that hope and that assurance because of his word and there are so many out there right now that are going through uh, uh, so much at this time 
but I believe that God will reach out to any person who really seeks him and who really, amen, calls upon him in sincerity and in truth. I'm glad that we have that promise that he will <clears throat> do so because, amen, that's what he, that's what he spoke to us in his word and, and praise God, uh, we can, we can come to that place where we can seek him and where we can find him and we can find eternal life. So that is my prayer for, for all of you that are listening to this podcast and everybody out there <clears throat> in this country, all over across the United States, everybody that is out there and everybody going through something right now as, as a result of what is happening uh, as far as this virus is concerned, there is hope. So my prayer is for all of you out there and that God will be able to reach into your lives and that you will allow him to come into your life. This is a good time for intervention for all of us, especially intervention from God. Let him intervene in your life and let him, uh, amen, go before you. Let him set the course of your life right now. Let him remove the fear. Let him remove uh, the anxiety. Uh, let him take away what you're feeling as far as uncertainty and even the panic that is going on right now. God will give you peace if you just put your trust in him and seek him with all your heart. So I'm going to pray uh, right now. I'm going to pray for all uh, that are members of this church and all those that are out there, those that are listening to this podcast. Uh, we're going to be doing this, uh, reaching out uh, until uh, they lift uh, the restriction as far as uh, uh, the lockdown, uh, but we will continue to reach out and minister through the Word of God. So uh, be watching for our podcast in, the, in, a, in a few days here. Uh, they will be posted as we uh, as we continue to, to pray and to reach out to people with the Word of God. So Heavenly Father, we thank you again for this opportunity. Lord, to stand in your presence. Father, your presence is overwhelming in this place. We thank you for your word, Lord. We thank you, Father, that you are here with us, O oh God. We ask you to put your hand upon us, Lord. Put your hand upon your people, God, and put your hand upon all those, Lord, who, Father, are in need right now. All those who are experiencing fear, anxiety, Lord. Amen. Uncertainty, O oh Lord that don't have peace, oh God. And I pray that your hand will be upon them, Lord. I pray, God, that through all this darkness, Lord, that they will be able to see your light shine, Lord. And God, that you would bring hope, Lord, that you would bring, amen, healing and deliverance and salvation, oh God, to all those, Lord, who have an ear to hear, Lord, your word and a heart to obey you, God. So I pray that you would reach out to all those, Lord, this evening, Father, that you would minister, O oh God, and Lord, that, amen, you would bring, Father, amen, victory, O oh Father, victory and peace and joy and love, Lord, into the hearts of those, God, who are heavy and who are sorrowful and who are fearful at this time. May your spirit move, O oh God, and Lord, 
Lord, let it bring, amen, Lord, victory. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Lord, let it be done. And we give you all the praise and the glory and the honor, Lord, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father. Thank you very much. Amen. God bless you all. Have a good evening.